Kick off your mornings with a buzz. Weekdays, 6 to 9 a.m. Uh, Mr. Mwandi Ambira. <laughs> the great one himself. Uh, morning, hello, morning. Now to everyone in the studio and the Radio 2000 family. Morning. morning. So, so, uh, if you are, if you, money is not an issue for you, my brother, where would you consider going? Which country? And be honest. Look. Look, I think the the real reason we're having this conversation is because, uh, Braglen, the youth have got degrees and they don't have jobs and they can go on the internet and find a job in another country. So the act of immigration is actually just saying, I'm done with South Africa, and you go. Um, normally people want to go to the US, Canada, Australia, and all these fancy countries. But before you make that decision, there's a number of financial considerations. And the first financial consideration is that although you want to go, um, the South African Revenue Services don't want you to go. SARS doesn't want <laughs> anyone to go anywhere. Okay. Or they'll say you can go, but your money must stay. So your pension funds, your provident funds, there's a lot of exchange control rules. You can't just sell your house and go. They want their tax before you go and they'll and they'll have your pound of flesh. And also when you are gone in certain countries, SARS can still tax you. So, you know, you might be think I'm going to Dubai where there's zero percent taxation, but SARS might also say, No, you're still a South African, we want forty percent. So before you consider emigrating, start considering the financial implications of emigrating. Normally when you emigrate, you're saying I'm going permanently and I'm also going to apply for permanent citizenship or permanent residency so that you can actually enjoy the benefits of of living where you're going. Otherwise, if you don't do that, SARS are saying, you know what, go work. Uh, we are glad to collect our taxes from U.S. dollars. Um, we, we, can, we can find you. We know where you are. Also, before you emigrate, it's not just going, because when you go to some of these countries, there's no domestic helpers. There's no, um, a lot of the things which we take for granted here. They They're not them there. You have to do it yourself. Mm. So it's not that easy, but I think we need to have that conversation mm. because more and more professionals are thinking about it. You know what's also interesting now that you're mentioning money? I have a couple of friends who immigrated a couple of years ago. Some went to Spain, some went to Sweden. And, you know, just checking them on, 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 on Facebook to find out, you know, how are they doing? All of them told them, no, man, we had financial problems. We had to come back to the country. And they came back uh, quietly to South Africa. And another worst case was when a lot of people emigrated just before the COVID. And when they went to different countries, when the COVID hit, most of them were forced to come back because their jobs were cancelled. Um, they couldn't settle down. It was pure devastation, thinking about how they sold all their properties in, in South Africa and had to fly back to the country. Definitely back then. And I think those are the real considerations we need to have. But also, if you're someone who's young and you don't have family and you don't have much property and you just need a job, it might be worth it for you because the risk of you going outside Mzansi will work out for you, especially in Europe where they are saying they don't have young people. Mm. In Europe, they are looking for young people. There are great opportunities out there. But if you're someone who's settled, you've got your family and you're thinking of selling your house, it's a bigger story than that. Um, I think if you're in that situation, rather think about sending your children. Um, I know some people who send their children overseas for education because they can still get residency through education whilst you send the money from here. So there's different ways around it, but I would say speak to your professional financial um, planner for advice. 
but it's definitely something to be considered. And I heard, you know, Um, I'm saying that she she wants to stay close to home. And Africa is not a bad place to go. A lot of African countries have great opportunities. Um, yes, it's not Muzanzi, but um, there are opportunities um, all around us in the region and beyond. I think what we also need to learn, you know, as human beings, and I always say to a lot of people, like, you know, if 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 because sometimes we tend to complain so much as South Africans, if one had a budget. To like every year you take from the nine provinces, you take about 200 people and you ask them, you know, where exactly do they want to go? And you set them up for a couple of weeks. And then also when they come back, you ask for their response. Most of them will tell you how they missed home. You know how. Oh, it look, is better to be home because it's not always greener on the other side. Well, look, I've been an economic refugee since I was 20 until I settled here. Yeah. And I'll tell you that the grass is not always green on the other side. There's lots of manure on the other side. And, you know, the life in South Africa is probably about, about the best you get in the world. They are coming here in their numbers. They know. So we need to be very careful. But we also need to realize maybe it's time we, we also go there and explore yeah. and know yeah. more about them. Mm. Yeah, traveling, travel, traveling, I think, is good. Thank you so much for chatting uh, to us this morning. We also had uh, 67 people who were um, kicked out of South Africa over the weekend. So what you're telling is the truth. Thank you very much and have a great week. All right. Have a fantastic why are you closing my microphone? You, you royal, royal pondo, what, what? That was Gerald Mwendambire. Uh, laying down the facts, eh? Yeah. It's not always greener on the other side, guys. I've, I've had once um, Serena and Venus complaining about um, how they were badly treated when they were in Paris, in France. Really? Yeah. And then you're talking about people who are millionaires, who can afford But we've spoken whatever. about Paris you and know? how they're not very welcoming mm. to tourists. Especially to people who speak English. Yeah. Yeah, they're yeah. not too welcoming. So, yeah, yeah, you know, hence I'm saying, you know, sometimes, uh, just like a parent, when your child wants to do something, you let them do it. Yeah. And they'll go and learn and, 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 and come back. You yeah, know? but I think generally people are just tired of the corruption and the unemployment rate. and the mm. So, you know, as much as Gerald is saying it might not be greener always on the other side, yeah. mm-hmm. it will be very difficult to, yeah, yeah to convince some is people in this country. Green? My, my party is always green. My party is always green. On the other side, but yeah. An eye-opening, uh, not interview, chat. A chat. Uh, chat. A chat, darling. A, a conversation. Be part of the big buzz in town. Weekdays, 6 to 9 a.m. Exclusive to Radio 2000.